Hi, welcome to the Freehoff Institute of Progressive Halakha. I'm Rabbi Mark Wachowski with the 12-minute shiur number 24, Should Jews Celebrate Thanksgiving? We'll be using a source sheet that you can download at our website, www.freehoffinstitute.org learning, and then scroll down to the 12-minute shiur. If you're an American Jew, and you're listening to this shiur, you more than likely take part in the celebration of Thanksgiving Day. It's a big deal for most American Jewish households. Orthodox Jews, on the other hand, have a problem with the holiday. It's, it's not that they don't take part in its observance, many of them do, but some prominent Orthodox postgame or halachic authorities prohibit Thanksgiving celebrations to Jews. One of those is Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, who at his death in 1986 was widely regarded as the leading Orthodox posseik in North America. We're going to be looking at one of his teshuvot, or responsa, on the subject. He wrote several. And the point, as we'll see, is not to learn from him that we should not celebrate Thanksgiving, but rather to chart an important way in which progressive halakha differs from the approach taken by this outstanding Orthodox scholar. In this responsum, dated 1981, Rabbi Feinstein is asked in lines 3 and 5, Is it permissible to make a festive meal on Thanksgiving, the holiday of Gentiles in America? Now, this is already an indication of his thinking. Thanksgiving is shel nochrim. It is a Gentile holiday, not, say, an American holiday that might belong to America's Jewish as well as non-Jewish citizens. In lines 7 through 12, he refers to an earlier teshuva in which he declared that it is permissible for Jews to celebrate their own smachot, like weddings and b'nai mitzvah on Thanksgiving Day, for reasons that will become clear. But... Lines 14 through 17, the halacha prohibits Jews from celebrating Thanksgiving itself and taking part in a Thanksgiving su'uda or feast. The reason is this, he says, Lo mishum The prohibition is not based upon any concern that to take part in Thanksgiving celebrations is akin to participating as Gentiles do in an idolatrous festival, for Thanksgiving Day is not a festival ordained by their clergy. Rather, the Gentiles decided on their own to declare a festival on this day. So Thanksgiving doesn't technically qualify as a Gentile religious holiday, which is why Jews do not have to avoid scheduling their own celebrations on that day, their Jewish celebrations. Of course, as Feinstein goes on to say in lines 27 through 38, Thanksgiving may have originated as a religious observance, and maybe he's thinking here of the pilgrims in Massachusetts back in 1621, but today most Gentiles do not celebrate it as such. Indeed, most non-Jewish holidays today are not specifically religious ones. Yes, Rabbi Feinstein recognizes that Thanksgiving meals often begin with words of prayer, but note that in line 39 he describes these prayers as tifla. Not tefillah, but tifla, a word that means indecency and frivolity. That is, something to be distinguished from real tefillah, or actual, well, Jewish prayer. The word comes to disparage this sort of informal, non-Jewish ritual. It's empty. It doesn't count. 
And for that reason, it doesn't turn the Thanksgiving meal into an idolatrous rite. Okay, so what is the objection to Thanksgiving? Feinstein spells this out in lines 42 through 52. Rather, the reason to prohibit Jews from celebrating the day is based upon the mitzvah, You shall not follow their laws, Leviticus chapter 18, verse 3. That mitzvah applies even here, where the Gentile observance is not forbidden on grounds of avodah zarah, that is, actual idolatry, but rather of hevel ushtut, vanity and foolishness. Okay, so let's unpack this argument. It begins with that verse in Leviticus, lines 57 through 61. You shall not copy the practices of the land of Egypt or the land of Canaan, nor shall you follow their chukot, or their laws. Now, the rabbis understand this as a prohibition against adopting the chukot of all Gentile nations, not just the Egyptians and the Canaanites. But if so, if we're not supposed to follow their laws, as Rashi explains in lines 65 through 69, based upon the Midrash, if we can't follow any Gentile laws or ways of behavior, is there anything that this verse does not forbid to us? For example, are we forbidden to build houses simply because they build houses? Are we forbidden to plant crops simply because that's what they do? Well, that's ridiculous. Rather, the verse prohibits their customs, nimusot, and their cultural practices, things that are hakukot, such as theaters and arenas. Now here we see the difference between two kinds of law, and that's indicated in line 71, between chukim and mishpatim. Uh, the word mishpatim means laws, but it generally refers to matters of commercial, property, and criminal law, the sorts of rules that are based in human reason and that are practiced by every society. We are not forbidden under Leviticus 18, verse 3, from following non-Jewish mishpatim. Chukim, by contrast, refers to legislation that is specific to particular societies and communities. A chok is a practice or a norm that distinguishes one people from another on the basis of culture or religion. We Jews have our own particular chukim, all of the mitzvot sheben adam lamakom, the so-called ritual mitzvot, and we are therefore forbidden to adopt the chukim of the Gentiles. And as we read in Tosafot, lines 76 through 80, the Ri, Rabbi Yitzchak of Dampier, notes that there are two kinds of forbidden chukim. Echad, she'osin l'shem chok la'avodat kochavim. One consists of rituals of idol worship. And the other consists of acts of vanity and foolishness. Rabbi Feinstein, who channels the Re and quotes him in his teshuva, concludes that thanksgiving belongs in this latter category, vanity and foolishness, rather than real idol worship, but it's still a Gentile chok or a chukah, and for that reason, it is still off-limits to us. Now, you may be wondering, why dismiss a lovely holiday like Thanksgiving as vanity and foolishness? The answer seems to have to do with a particular approach to the mitzvah of uvuchukotehem lo telehu. It's an attitude maybe best summed up by the Rambam, 
and that's in the text on lines 83 through 91. The point of the prohibition is, Jews should remain culturally distinct, recognizably so, from the surrounding culture. Well, if so, then even a non-objectionable observance like Thanksgiving is forbidden, not as idol worship, to be sure, but as unnecessary, precisely because it is foreign to us that makes it Hevel Ushtut. But that's not the only available halachic interpretation of the Leviticus prohibition. Rabbi Moshe Isserlis in the Shulchan Aruch, lines 96 through 105, takes a different approach. His source is a responsum by the 15th century Italian rabbi Yosef Colon, the Maharik, who addressed the Sheila, may a Jewish physician wear the distinctive robes required for all of the community's physicians? He answered yes. To do so, even though it is a Gentile practice, does not violate the prohibition of uvechukotehem. It's not a religious rite, after all, nor does it fall under either of two categories of non-religious Gentile customs that he says are prohibited to us. First, customs connected with plitzut, or licentious behavior. And second, customs that have no ta'am, that serve no obvious or accepted rational purpose, and that may therefore contain traces of the idolatrous practices that the Gentiles have inherited from their ancestors. Now, even according to this interpretation, Rabbi Feinstein would presumably still prohibit Jews from celebrating Thanksgiving, because for him, a non-Jewish festival that may have had religious origins serves no rational purpose for Jews today and is therefore to be defined and dismissed as Hevel Ushtut. We in the field of progressive halacha would reply that Rabbi Feinstein can take this position only because he does not recognize the existence of what we would call the secular the realm of cultural, social, and political life in which all citizens, Jews and non-Jews alike, can take part on an equal basis. That which is secular, by definition, belongs to us no less than to them. It is ours no less than theirs, and it's therefore absurd to wave it off as chukotehem, Gentile customs. There are customs, too. American Thanksgiving is just one of many observances in many countries in which Jews take part to celebrate those aspects of their country's social and cultural life that they do share equally and in common with all other citizens. That aspect of shared celebration is what Maharik would have called a rational purpose, to be sure, though neither he nor any of the other ancient or medieval authorities we've cited knew of something called the secular. Ah, but we do. The secular is a fact of our cultural lives, even if it was not a fact for the lives of Jews in ancient and medieval times, and even if it's not a fact today for those Jews who turn to Rabbi Feinstein for halachic guidance. We, no less than they, interpret the halacha from our own vantage point, the place we occupy in the world. And according to our reading, there is a ta'am. It is quite rational for Jews to celebrate national holidays and thereby identify with the experience of their fellow citizens.
Meanwhile, by celebrating our own holidays, we maintain that cultural distinctiveness that is, after all, the central underlying concern of the mitzvah, uvechukotehem lo telechu. So, if you're an American Jew, we say Happy Thanksgiving. And remember that this year, the year we're recording, 5783 or 2022, that day is also Rosh Chodesh Kislev. So happy Rosh Chodesh. And this has been the 12-minute shiur number 24 from the Freehoff Institute of Progressive Halakha. Thanks for learning with us. Lehitraot.